It's not my weekend podcast episode. Dude, I don't even know, dog. But it is Wednesday night, March 15th, fool. Daylight savings time has full effect, dog, and kicking my ass, dog. Oh, my goodness. That hour, dude, I'm telling you, man, I can't go to sleep at night, right? It's too early. It's 11 o'clock and it still feels early. 12 o'clock and it still feels early. Then I'm waking up to drop these fools off to school. And it's still dark outside when I wake up, dog. Chingen a su madre, wey. So I'm like on four or five hours sleep these last couple of days. It feels like at least. So I've been out of it, dog. It shit throws me off, fool. It throws me off. I I'm I need my sleep, dog. I'm 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 a champion when it comes to sleep. I've told you guys, man. I love to sleep. I'm good at it. I think that's what keeps me looking young. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> But nah, dog, I think sleep is really uh, does a lot of wonders for me, dog. It really helps me get be productive, you know. Um, it's just got to be anywhere from seven to eight hours, dog. I'm good. Like a, a strong seven, like a deep sleep seven. Not like I went to ba- bed at 11 and got up at six and I'm good. No way. Like I'm fucking knocked the hell out by seven full hours. Uh, eight hours, of course. I shoot for nine. That's my goal. I shoot for nine. I settle at eight. If I have two seven, dog. But um, daily say daylight say. I heard they're gonna change that. Like they're gonna change it, and there's not gonna. I guess I saw something on on the internet that they're gonna up. Uh, they passed a bill that daylight savings times will be now permanent. So which means I guess they're not gonna be doing this hour changes no more. Um, which by the way, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. You know, as much as I complain. And hate this this week that I'm in right now. I I actually like daylight saving times because it, it in L.A. it's always sunny, right? It's always warm. It's always beautiful. Daylight savings time, or the other one. I don't know what you call the other one when you fall back, right? An hour when you go back an hour in the fall. That's what tells me that that the seasons have changed. I, that's the only way I know. That the seasons are changing. That there's a fall now. Like right now, I know there's a spring now because of spring forward, right? Pero sin eso, way, it's just the whole year is going to feel the same. It's going to always like, imagine it getting dark at 7 or 8 o'clock at night in October, November. That's going to be weird, dog, because it's warm here, fool. So it's not even going to feel like, see, see, de por si, way. It already doesn't feel like Christmas during December because it's warm here. It's pretty Blue skies, 78 degrees already, you know. Now, for the days to last longer in December, dog, uh, it's, it's weird for me. I actually like that it falls back, that the clock changes. It goes back an hour. It gets dark a little early, right? It gets dark at 5, at 6. And that's how you know, oh, shit, the holidays are coming. Halloween is here. Thanksgiving is around the corner. Because of the hour change, fool. Because it gets darker, a little colder, a little cooler, right? Pero si no pasa eso, wey. I guess, dog. But I guess, I mean, people in Arizona, they don't do this shit. They don't do the hour change in Arizona, fool, you know? Um, so I don't know how you guys live. And you guys are always just living like it's hot all year round, fool. Like, I don't even want to get started with Arizona, bro. But... I think that's one of the only states that does not change. Everybody else does change their hours, but I think Arizona, maybe New Mexico, is another that they don't do that shit. So whatever, y'all weird as fuck. But but I guess we'll be joining you. I guess you won, you win, and we're gonna be joining you, dog. It looks that way at least, and we'll see, dog. I mean, I guess, like I said, I like it, even though I complain, even though this is hell week for me. You know, but it's just you know by this weekend I'll be fine. By a weekend I'll be fine. It takes takes me like two, three, four days to get. Used to this shit, dog. But anyways, that's my little daylight savings rant to open up the show. How y'all doing? I hope everybody's doing great out there. Hope you guys had a great week. Great weekend. It's hump day right now, fool. A lot of shit going on. Uh, This weekend was busy. Uh, Yeah, I was out with uh, Jesus Zapoeta this weekend on the road with Los Toxicos in Santa Paula, California, homie. Califas, dog. Santa Paula is over here by Santa Barbara, Ventura, Oxnard area. And it's like this little hidden little, I don't want to ca- call it paradise because it's not. But it's very pretty. It's a very pretty place. It's like a little city that, are, like a forgotten city, dog. People forget about Santa Paula. It's hidden, you know. 
It's like my that's my opening joke out there. I go, you guys out here living like the Smurfs. Like the hell, fool. Like it's surrounded by hills, by mountains. You're like in the middle of mountains of hills. And so yeah, so it's it's weird. I like I'm like Gargabel can't find you motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? And but it's very pretty, very old, rustic. You know, they're a few years behind, traditional. You know, there's some cool shit about it. Too small of a city for me, but it's dope. I like it, you know. And they put us up in this hotel called the Glen Tavern Inn, right? If you Google this hotel, it's supposed to be Jay Valentino, who's on the Toxicos tour, one of the comics. He was off afraid. He was scared. This place looks like a haunted house, bro. It looks like an old like 1940s psycho house, fool. Big, like, castle, fool. And it looks like they shoot horror films in there, fool. And they, they love that shit. That's their thing, right? That's their niche, right? And so if you Google this place, the Glen Tavern Inn, something like that, in Santa Paula, it comes up as one of the most haunted places in the United States, bro. All right? I didn't want to Google that shit. I didn't want to read. I didn't want to know. Yo no quiero saber nada, way. I didn't read any, anything. But Jay did. Jay Valentino did. And so he was all scared, fool. And we were sharing a room, dog. This fool was so scared, fool, that he left in the middle of the night and drove home to Fullerton, bro. To Fullerton, dog. Like, that's like a three and a half hour drive, fool. At two o'clock in the morning. He said he couldn't sleep, fool. He said he couldn't sleep. I was still out having some drinks with the homies and shit. I was in the room yet. I get to the room, he's gone, fool. Obviously, I get a little scared. Like, whoa, what the fuck? He disappeared. My friend disappeared. So I call him, I text him. He's like, nah, dog, I'm out. I can't stay there, fool. I'm sorry. I'm, it's scary. I hear shit. I, I, I Google some stuff I shouldn't have Googled. I read some things I shouldn't have read. And I saw some things I shouldn't have seen on images. And I'm out, fool. See ya. Now I'm there. So, and... So it was me, Jay, sharing a room, and then Concrete and Jesus sharing the other room. So Concrete only lives about an hour away. So he was like, you know, he told Jesus when we were out drinking, like, you know what? I'm going to go home, dog. I, I'm, it's only 1230. I haven't had much to drink. I've only had a couple of drinks, a couple of beers. I'm going to go home, wake up in my bed. I got shit to do tomorrow. I'm out. All right? So now Jesus is by himself in his room. I'm in myself in my room, Right? We're both scared, fool. So, obviously, I'm like, Jesus, can I come over? And I came over, and we slept in the same room, fool. Right? And I slept like a baby. Jesus was scared as like a little bitch. Right? He was all scared. He, I don't know how, what made him go to sleep, but he made him sleep. I, I knocked out. You know? Because I felt safe now that I had another man in my room. So, um, yeah, that's what we did. So, we gave up one of the rooms. One of the rooms was empty. And... Me and Jesus ended up sleeping in the same hotel room because it was scary. The place is very scary. Like, you walk down the hall, the, 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 the floors creak, creak, they squeak or whatever, they squeak. The walls make noises. The doors are old school. Everything's old school in that place. Everything. It's great. It's a beautiful place. You should go check it out, guys. Google that shit, dog. Um, like I said, I've stayed there before. And last time I stayed there, I also didn't stay. I was there by myself. I was there by myself last time. They put me up there, and they scared the shit out of me. All the people are like, oh, my God, you're staying there. It's the most haunted place and this and that, and blah, blah, blah. After the show, hey, dude, I just I didn't even party, fool. After the show, like 10, 10, 30, 11. It's only like a two-hour drive home. So I'm like, I'm out. See ya. I, I went home, fool. I didn't even tell these fools. Like, I'm just like, yeah, I'm going back to my room. Good night, guys. See ya. Hell, and I got in my car. Bam. Jetted out to back to HP. Dog. I was home by 1 o'clock in the morning. That's because I was by myself, fool. This time I had the guys here, the fellas, you know, we're drinking, we're partying, we're hanging out, we're having a good time. It was a great show, Santa Paula, great show. People came out, had a blast, fool. And uh, so we kept the party going for a little bit. And Jay's not much of a drinker. He don't drink much. So he went back to the room early. And by 2 o'clock, he's like, I'm out. I'm out. And uh, I don't blame him, though. I would have done the same thing, fool. And uh, that's Santa Paula, though. Then the next day, we went to Porterville. We went to Porterville. I don't even know how to describe this fucking place. This place is like Fresno. is in is near Fresno between Bakersfield and Fresno, Visalia, Merced, Central California, right? And 
I don't know. It's another small town. Uh, we got some listeners out there from the American wannabes were out there. I, I don't know if I got his name, dog. I was a little, you know. Well, let me tell you what happened, dog. I actually got like a little food poisoning food. Um, I thought it was a hangover, but I'm like, I didn't even drink that much. I didn't drink that much, fool. But I had some chicken wings that didn't sit too well. And I had something else that didn't do too good. Uh, some kabish kebabs, some, some fucking Greek food after the show too. And I had some shots and I had some beers and I had a good time. But I wasn't like drunk, drunk, fool. So I wasn't really tripping on the, uh, uh, I wasn't really tripping on the, I wasn't really tripping on, on, on the hangover at first. I was like, yeah, I got a little headache, but my stomach hurts and this and that. But I just started getting worse and worse and worser, dog, as the night went on, fool. So I was like, huh, what the heck, dog? I started throwing up. I threw up. Ah, I'll be fine. I threw up again. All right, I think I'm good now. Fool, I ended up throwing up like five times, fool. Like five times. Nasha. And it was me and Jesus. And Jesus was like, what the hell's wrong with you, dog? I was like, dude, I don't know, fool. I don't I, I, I don't feel hungover. I just feel like my stomach hurts, fool. And my head and my stomach hurt, fool. But it doesn't feel like a hangover, dog. It doesn't. Anyways, I was a little bitch, dog. So I was throwing up all the way up until showtime, fool. Obviously, I didn't let people know at the show, dog. I had to rough it out, fool. But me and Asus, we co-headlined that shit. So I asked to go first because I wasn't feeling good. I went up there, all dehydrated, feeling like shit. Did my thing. Had a blast. Great crowd. Packed. Full audience. Did my thing. I started feeling a little better. After I got off, I started drinking a lot of water. Started, finally was able to have my first meal after my set, which was like at 9 p.m. I didn't eat all day Saturday. All day I didn't eat, fool. And so I finally had a, there was, it was some pizza spot there and I ate and it was, uh, it was good. It hit and it was fine. But, um, uh, did his thing. He killed and, and we had a blast, fool. We ended up driving back that night. I mean, we're like, ah, fuck this. Little. With me, dog, when it comes to small towns, fool, I don't like to stick around in small towns, fool. Not, not, not like I said, everything closes early. I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to mess with the wrong people. If you know what I mean, wink, wink. You know, you can't stare at the you can stare at the wrong chick and ended up getting you know fucked over by the mayor there, and so like I don't like to mess around in small towns too much, dog. And I told him, you know what, I'm not feeling 100 percent, dog. I just want to go home, fool. I'm down to drive. I'll drive, fool. Like I've I've took a bunch of naps today in between my barfing up, fool. I was trying to sleep it off, and every time I wake up, I go to to the bathroom, bro. But um, I just tell me, hey, fool. Yeah, we. I'm not way. It's 11 o'clock, fool. We'll be home in two and a half, three hours, dog. Let's get the hell out of here, fool. And yeah, we're home by two, dog. But the hour change. That's when the hour change. So now it's three o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, ching. And that's, that's another reason. I go, fool, the hour's going to change tomorrow, dog. Like, I don't want to wake up here and we lose an hour and we're going to sleep in. And all of a sudden it's, it's noon and we're still here. We're not going to be home till like three, four, five o'clock in the afternoon, dog. Traffic. Fuck all that, dog. And I know I'm sounding like a little bitch right now, dog. But that's the road life right now. That's where I'm at right now. My head is not on right. Just, it was fun. The shows themselves are great, dog. I'm, I can't wait to go back. I can't wait. But it was one of those things where I wasn't feeling 100%. And, uh, you know, just let's just go home, dog. Let's just get the hell out of here, fool. We got paid. We did good. Sold some merch. You know, shook some hands, kissed some babies, spanked some booties. Let's get the hell out of here, fool. And uh, that's what that was, fool. And then just Sundays, back to the grind here, doc. Back to the grind with the kids, fool. Picking them up, dropping them off, get bitches haircuts, get go to the mall, get, let's go get food. And now we back at it, doc. It's been a very busy week, doc. It's been a busy week. Uh, we've been doing, um, we've been hanging out. Uh, I've been working, doc. I've been grinding it out. Orchata with Old Milk, the movie, is still in production. We have a premiere date, which will be Cinco de Mayo, May 5th, North Hollywood. I will ban- or we'll have a few tickets available. Not that many. It is going to be very limited seating, VIP, exclusive. Um, it's only going to be like 300 people. And they're getting a lot of like, indus- they're inviting a bunch of industry people and shit like that. You know, people that can buy the movie. Uh uh, fucking uh, produce it, sell it, distribute it. People, dog. There'll be people there. And so we have a very tight guest list. 
but they uh, they did tell me today they are gonna give me a few extras just to invite some fans and stuff like that, maybe some giveaways, some raffles and shit. And uh, look out for that. Look out for that. Um, in the meantime, we're still editing. Final touches. There were some reshoots that had to be done. There were some scenes that were not done well. We had to get together again. Me and Dude knows. Got together today. Shot some stuff. And uh, it was cool, man. It was good. It was cool to get back together, man, and, and do it. I'm really excited about this project, guys. I really appreciate that they're taking their time with it. And they're not just like, oh, here's the, here's this, and let's see what happens. Let's see, let's throw this on the wall and see if it sticks, kind of shit. They're not doing that, fool. They actually care because this is their first project. You know, this this production company called the Watch, the Neighborhood Watch. Follow them, follow them on Instagram. They do like music videos. They do, you know, they produce music basically, dog. And so the guys were like, hey man, we want to do. I want to do a movie, and so they wrote a movie. I come into it. They hit me up. Hell, man. They saw my special. They saw my HBO special. One of the guys thought, hey, man, this guy would be perfect for this one role that, it's in the, that, we, that we wrote. They hit me up. We met up. We talked. We chopped it up. We hit it off. Well, good people. Really dope people. Love their grind. Love their hustle. Mexicans from L.A., San Diego. Good people. Southern Cali. All good. We hit it off. Well, so they show me the, the the script. I think it's pretty dope. I like the idea. I think it's funny. It's like a wannabe Mexican Friday type of situation. A movie that takes place all in one day. So forth and so on. I'm like, cool. You know, and they're like, yo, we need your help. First of all, we're interested in you like auditioning for this role. But also, we need your help creative-wise, writing-wise. You can help us write, punch up some scenes. And maybe even come up with some funnier scenes. And which I did. I, I did. That, that was my first initial um, part of this movie, dog. Basically, I wasn't too confident if I can play the role. Because the role they wanted me to audition was a role that's basically the star of the movie. Carry the movie. Uh, and they, to be honest with you, they had their their mindset on other people as well. Besides me. Such as little uh, Creeper, Frankie Quinones, and some other guys. And so I wasn't like their first choice, basically. I was among their choices. So I wasn't even too like caught up in that part. But I was like, yo, man, I'll audition. I'll try it out. But yeah, I'm I'm excited about helping you write this and punch it up and make it funnier. I'm done with that. They offered me some money for that. I'm like, let's do that. So I once the more I started working with them and meeting with them and sitting down side by side working on this project. And most of this was during the pandemic, so it was a lot of fun because there was not much else to do. I really zoned in on it. I wrote like three, four scenes, I think, that made the movie, that, that are in the movie, and also some other like creative shit throughout the movie with the characters. So they really helped me. They they really embraced my feedback and energy. And so I was really grateful for that. So I was really down with them. Fool, I'm like, fool, I'm down for whatever you guys want. Fool, I'm, I'm, I'm really like, excited how this is coming out. And so I was really excited about the script itself. I thought it was funny. You know, I was excited about seeing my shit come to life. So then when the auditions came around, I know because I already talked to the director and the people, they told me the truth. They're like, yo, if we did reach out to so-and-so and so-and-so about this role, they both declined. And so we want to offer it to you. You don't have to audition. Just it's yours if you want it, fool. And I'm like, yo, man, let's do it, dog. Let's do it. I wasn't even mad at that because, like I said, I wasn't confident in myself either. I was like, man, you're asking me to do a lot, fool. Like, I I know the script. I read the script. I know what this character is. But it's going to take a lot for this character, fool. Uh, I don't know if I'm that guy for it, fool. But if you believe in me, and I know I believe in myself where I can put my fucking, really, everything into it, let's go for it, compa. Let's do it, fool. And so it just started from there. It just went from there. Then he started casting all these people. Que el pinche Dune knows. Que el pinche Concrete. Que el pinche J. Valentino. And, you know, they started getting some really funny, cool people around. And uh, and uh, I think, you know, it, I got to be honest. It didn't start off so great. So the first edit, the first cut was about back like in September. And we saw it. And let me tell you, man. 
none of us were very happy with it. None of us, fool. We're like, nah, fool, this is not what we thought was going to be, fool. Like, and a lot of it had to do with, because when we shot, we filmed the movie, it was like rushed, dog. It was a very small budget. It was hard getting everybody together. Everybody was super busy doing their own thing, including myself with the traveling and the touring. Everybody, you know, the the camera people, the director had other projects, um, the DP had other projects, Duno's doing other things, Concrete's doing his own thing. He was filming Ghost, uh, Ghetto Busters, his other thing. So all these things were happening at the same time. So we had this small window of three weeks, three weeks. In fact, a year ago now, a year ago, March 2021, and we got together from March 15 to like April 2nd for like three weeks, two and a half weeks to three weeks, like 15, 16 days. For, um, and we shot the whole movie there in those three days and three weeks. And looking back at, man, it's almost impossible to accomplish. And it was because when, once, they, once the, the first cut came out, there were so many missing pieces in the movie so many gaps and holes in the storyline like wait how do we get from here to here wait we didn't shoot this part yo we didn't do this that this transition never happened why is this character already doing this and and what happened there and so forth and so on and wait we never introduced this character how's this character on this scene already we never we didn't even know about this character before all these kinds of shit came to lime to light and we're like fuck yo this is not like I get the idea, the concept, but it's not going anywhere. So we got together again in June, another week. We got together for another week in June, about four months later, five months later. And we tried to fix it and we fixed it as much as we could. Got together for another week. Everybody da, 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 started doing all these scenes to fill in the gaps that we missed the first time around. Then we got a second cut, second cut. Much better. Okay. Now it's making sense. Now this movie's finally talking to me. It's funny at the right moments. The story is good. This and that. But still, I'm not happy with this scene. This scene sucks. That scene's not funny. That scene doesn't make sense. That's so forth and start so on, right? After the second cut. So that's what this has been going on now. Now, me and Duno's got to, we're like the main characters. There were like three scenes that we wanted to reshoot that were not very good the first time around. Not funny. Just didn't make sense. So we reshot those scenes again. Rewrote them. Yours truly. Rewrote them. And we came out and shot them out today. Um, also, other characters in the movie have also been getting together on their own. You know, without me. Scenes that I'm not in. And they've done the same thing. They've gone together and reshot some stuff too. That needed to get fixed. And so there's a lot of that going on. And that's because of small budget. A lot of that going on. A lot of moving parts. But with all that said, dog, I appreciate it, fool. I appreciate it because, like I said, they care. They care, fool. Like the first cut was a little embarrassing. Everyone was like, dude, this is, this, we could do much better. This is horrible. This is not what we intended. This is not what we thought was going to be. So they cared. And then we're like, hey, guys, let's let's can we get everyone back together for like four, five, six days? Please, can I? you guys commit four, five, six days? And we got together in June, and we fucking went at it again hard. For four days, I believe it was like Thursday through Sunday, fool. All day Thursday, all day Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. For four days, a chingale, 12-hour days, fool, chingale, way, to fix the movie, dog. And after that, then that cut came out. Then, okay, now we see something better. And so, again, I appreciate that part of it fool um because everybody cares everybody on this it's a passion project everybody in this project cares and that's what i love about it fool egos aside you know and even my role like my role's been like changed a little bit because of my acting skills ay, ay, ay. um so yeah dog it's a lot of things have happened for when with that said orchata with old milk is finally gonna premiere just for us this is not for the public. It's not anywhere yet. This um, uh, this showing is what's going to help sell the movie. And hopefully it'll land somewhere. We are very optimistic that it will land somewhere because 
a lot of people are taking interest in this. A lot of the right people. The Netflixes, the Hulu, the Connects, the Plugs, the HBOs that we have, you know, the people that we know. A lot of people are, are you know, paying attention to this. And it all comes down to if the product's good enough to be distributed. It's that simple for me. You know, um, and I'm optimistic it can, that it can be, and it could be, and it should be, and I hope so. And uh, that's what Chata with Old Milk, guys, coming out for now, and uh, look out for it, fool. I will be giving out some tickets, dog. It'll be in North Hollywood, North Hollywood, California, Thursday, May 5th, and uh, yeah, I'll be there. I'm going to take my kids, you know, and uh, some of the fam, and we'll see, but we're trying to keep the guesses to a limited amount because we want more important people that can do something with this movie attend so and after that everybody else so we'll see what's up anyways i'll recap right now let me take a break for my mouth drying up here fool all the way wait yo my comedy album it's not my weekend is playing exclusively on pandora right now you can listen to it entirely on demand and for free by just searching for it on the app you can listen to it spinning all day, any day, 24 hours on Sirius XM comedy stations, all night and all day. Sirius XM and Pandora is the audio home for comedy fans with tons of exclusive comedy albums and original comedy content. Check me out right there, bro. Just search my name. It'll pop up. Late. All right, all right, I'm back. Yeah, that was my little horchata with oat milk recap. I, I get a lot of people asking me what's going on with that. When is it dropping? Where is it dropping? And uh, yeah, that's where we're at right now, fool. A lot of work has gone. I've learned so much from this experience, man. It's definitely been a, a an education for me, dog. I, I, I love it, man. It's um, I can't say I caught the acting bug, but I'm looking forward to the next opportunity, fool. And um, I, I learned so much. I learned so much about behind the scenes, the development of this, how everything comes together, the pieces, um, the acting-wise, the casting-wise, the writing-wise, bro. The writing-wise was so much fun to do. And, um, yeah, fool, I, I'm, I'm, I see movies differently now when I watch it, dog. Obviously, I've always been very, like, you know, I'm very hard, especially on Latino movies, shows, you know, on the simple things, dog. And that's one thing that I really preached on set was, yo, man, like, let's just be ourselves, fool. Like, we can't be always fucking posing as fake Latinos, way, fake Mexicans, fake, you know, brown people. First of all, we're in L.A. Let's embrace that. Second of all, this is how we talk. Um, We don't have to force the Spanglish. You know, my mom is making tortilla tortillas. My mom is making tortillas and she's going to the tienda. Like, relax, fool. Fucking relax. I like irks me, bro. Irks me, dog. Like we don't talk like that, fool. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of the things like I, I would preach, like on set, when we were writing. Um, and they got it. It's not like I, it's not like I was trying to convince them. Like they got they were with me, like, yeah, you're right. That's what's so, so annoying about a lot of these shows. You know, um, let's talk the talk, fool. We're going to talk in Spanish when we have to. We're going to talk in English as we do naturally. Um, and just those little things like that, you know. Of course, it's still going to be goofy. It's still going to be silly. It's still going to be, you know, whatever, the wacky, whatever the word you want to call it, the word. But it's not going to go extreme. It's not going to be extra. It's, you know, we're going to keep it. We're going to stay in our lane. Like even me, like I play a cholo. Basically, a guy who's been in prison, who comes out of prison, right? But he's not really like a, a hardcore cholo. He was just like part of the system. For He was a little kid who went to jail as a little kid, as a teenager, right? And came out X amount of years later. We don't even specify how many years. Basically, just fast forward, he's out. And then I don't come out talking like Edward James almost, dog, you know? I come out talking like, 
me. Like I'm still connected with the outside world a little bit, right? Like still gonna talk how I talk, fool. Like I'm not gonna be all like fucking feed me and vato and ora and all that. No way. It's not like that's 2022, dog. You know what I'm saying? So little bit of that. Uh, little bit of everything. Again, at the end of the day, it's a comedy too, fool. So it'll be. You know, we're not going to take ourselves too serious either. And, you know, it's not, there's no real deep message either. It's just a really fun movie, dog. So that's, at the end of the day, that's what, I mean, that's what the goal we're trying to get across for, you know. And for everybody to enjoy it too. We don't want to go too hardcore either because we want everyone to enjoy it. We want white people to watch this. We want black people to watch this. We want everybody to watch this movie, dog. So all that we take into consideration, dog. And at least I do. I did. So that's what my that's why man was like well my character changed my my character started changing because at first it was gonna be a guy like that like an Edward James almost oh and this and that and me familia homes and what's up those locals forever and it was gonna be kind of that shit but we quickly realized that it doesn't have to be that way doc you know one of the ways I realized that was because my acting was not great with that. <laughs> so I mean, so I was started kind of pushing back, like, well, what does he really have to talk like that? Kind of shit. And so we, everyone started like pushing back, like, yeah, you're right. He doesn't have to talk like that. Just be you, dog. Just talk like who you, your dogs and your fools are enough, dog. Just be you. You know? And so that helped. I think it did. And everybody else kind of like fell into place. And a lot of a lot of the characters were just themselves, being themselves, being their goofy ass selves. So and I, I think that's what's going to help um, make this a little bit more uh, organic. Yeah, yeah. You know? But it, it was it was cool, man. Um, I can't wait. I just can't wait for people. I don't know where this is going to land. I don't know where it's going to go. I don't know, dog. But, you know, there's so many places you could put it in, even for free, dog. On Tubi, on Pinche Roku, on Pinche any. Pantalla, way. I don't know where the fuck it'll land somewhere. Amazon, Amazon takes everything, you know. So we're shooting high, obviously first, and then we'll settle. And uh, but the goal is to shoot high, and and hopefully it goes places. Fool. All right, all right. Let me get some shout outs here. Fool, shout out to Janet Moodle, Dallas, Texas. She hit me up like, when are you coming, baby? I'm coming. I'm coming to Fort Worth, at least. I'm coming to Fort Worth, Texas, April 1st, April 2nd, Hyenas Comedy Club. Come on, Texas. I want to see you guys out there. I rarely go out there. Fort Worth, Texas. And uh, I'm co-headlining because I've never been to this club. So I want to check out this club, see how it is. This club doesn't really know me either, fool. So it's like, you know, our first date there. And I want to check it out. And I want people to come on represent, fool. So, so they invite me back soon, dog. All right. Uh, another uh, shout out to I want to give a shout out to Ralph Perez, dog. Ralph Perez, he just uh, uh, he bought me a fucking I'm down shirt and is a listener of the show. And uh, shout out to you, compa. Uh, another listener here we got uh, Liz Samora uh, from Camarillo, fool. She missed the show in Santa Paula, but I will be at the Oxnard. Levity Live, Oxnard Levity Live, May 19th. And I got the homie Concrete going to host that one, fool. Oxnard Levity Live with Concrete, fool. Please come out to that. Tickets on sale now. Also, Brea Improv. Brea Improv. Uh, I'll be out there April 28th. That's a Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. Thursday, April 28th. Brea Improv. And uh, that one will be hosted by Jay Valentino. So please come out and and fool. I can't wait for those shows, dog. Um, let me see what else. Let me see if I can find other shout outs here, dog. Uh, shout outs to Edwin Licona, Vanessa Ashem. Uh, let me see here, Manny Sesena, homie. Uh, shout outs to you, Manny. Uh, Jerry Olage Tocayo. Shout outs, fool. Uh, this fool invited me to a uh, 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 Dodgers opening day. Ooh, we'll talk about the Dodgers right now, fool. Uh, let me see who else I got. Uh, damn it, dude. I had a couple others, man. Let me see if I can find them here, fool. Uh, let me see. Let me see. No, wait. I can't find them right now. I didn't, I, dude, let me see if I screenshot it. Uh, let me see, fool. 
Oh, not full. Let me see here. Let me see here. I got you full. I got you. Give me a second here. I think I screenshotted more full. Let me take a quick look here. Um, but yeah, full. Those are shows I got coming up right now. Oh, here's one. Uh, Spiral C. Spiral C. I don't even know if it's a girl or a guy. Spiral C. Hola. Love the podcast. You said you were working on a COVID joke about how COVID used to be a big deal. Now it's no big deal. What if you worked in somebody worked? What if you worked in somebody losing sense of smell, sense of taste, or your sense of humor? Keep up the good work. I listen to it every week, and I replied, "Haha, not bad, fool." I think I heard a comic talk about this. His wife losing her taste after COVID. So maybe I'll mess around with it. But let me look into that kind of shit. Um, yeah, I'm kind of starting to like, you know, get off the COVID jokes. Uh, even though I did, I was working on that joke about how COVID ain't shit now, how uh, the Omicron strain is getting no respect. And that's kind of joke I'm doing. You know, I still I still mess with it here and there, fool. But I'm kind of like just kind of like trying to ease off COVID jokes right now, fool. But thanks. Hey, thanks for the feedback. That's actually a good little tag, bro. Uh, little funny uh, tagline right there, dog. Uh, let me see what else I got here. Um, I think that's it, fool. Let's see, I think that's it. That is it. I don't see any other screenshots for lately. Yeah, I think that's it right now. Um, see, wait. Let me see what else. I need fucking more shoutouts. That's it. Hey, guys, send your questions. I still can't read my comments, fool, but I got the homie Ruben Urea, my producer. He looks, he goes through my shit, and he can read my comments. For some reason, I can't read the comments on my own damn podcast, fool. I don't know, dude. So I got to look into that. But send, please send me any questions. The best way, honestly, is DM me, dog. Just DM me any questions you have. And uh, yeah, dog. All right. Uh, let's talk a little bit about sports right here. Fool. Give me a few minutes, guys. All right, ladies, you can take a break. All right. Here we go. This is for the fellas, dog. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Jesus. Um, the Dodgers are back. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. Um, I miss these motherfuckers, man, a lot, fool. Like, right now, this week, I got nothing to see on TV. Bro, I'm so over the Lakers right now, bro. I saw the Lakers against damn Toronto Raptors. I didn't even watch the Phoenix Suns Lakers, bro. I didn't watch it, and I'm glad I did not watch this, man. That, I heard, was ugly from the get, fool. And so then I said, all right, I missed the Phoenix Suns Lakers game on purpose. I knew they were going to get their ass beat. I didn't want to see that. But they had a back-to-back night. They had played Toronto the next day. So usually after a tough, embarrassing loss, the Lakers would come back and have a good game, right? Which is why I took time out of my day yesterday, Monday, and I sat down and I watched the Lakers game. 7.30, sat my ass down, Toronto Lakers at the Crypto.com Arena, Sat down, first quarter, down by 20 already, just like that. And it got ugly fast. It got ugly quickly, dog. Um, I just watched up to up until the first half, and I couldn't watch the rest of the game, dog. I watched, I gave it to halftime, see if they, you know, cracked into the lead. Nope. They ended up at halftime still 20 down. And I was like, guys, it's just like the body language looks bad. Everything looks bad. I feel bad for LeBron, dog. I really do feel it for LeBron porque compita le ganas, guys. I know there's a lot of LeBron haters out there. And I actually get it sometimes. Do I get it? The fool's been very spoiled, you know? He Obviously, he's been a winner his whole life. And he cries and nags and, le- and leaves the teams after a while and so forth and so on. And he trolls and all that stuff. I get why people don't like him. But like I've said many times, guys... As long as he's a Laker, as long as he's leading our team, as long as he's a face of the organization, and as long as he represents us well, which he does, guys. He does. The motherfucker shows up, fool. The motherfucker shows up every game. And I don't know if he's just stat stacking or whatever you want to call it, just building up his stats, you know. Whatever. I don't give a shit. The point is, is that's good for us. You know, that, good for, that helps us, all right? But... As long as he's a Laker, I'm going to back him up, bro. I'm going to back him up, fool. And he's all we got right now, guys. He's all we got. I mean, if LeBron wasn't on the Laker team, what would, we, what would be on that damn court right now, fool? How worse can it get? So I actually feel bad for him, dog, because the fool's trying, dog. 
The fool's trying. He's not quitting. He's not giving up. He's not faking a, an ankle injury. He's not faking back spasms. He's showing up, bro. All right? I can't say that about Anthony Davis. And it's hard to even talk shit about Anthony Davis because he's had legit injuries. Right? So they're like legit injuries, fool. Right? So they're bad injuries. You know, ankles, sprains, la chingada. So it's hard to talk shit about him. It's so frustrating to see that fool in street clothes every fucking game, bro. It's just horrible to see that. You know, and the rest of the Lakers, dog, like, I don't even know where to start with Russell Westbrook, bro. I don't know where to start. I was never a big fan of this acquisition, dog. You know, I wanted El, el Pinche Buddy Healed from the Kings. I wanted... Uh, the Rosen. I thought the Rosen. I didn't think the Rosen was gonna have such a big year like he's having this year. I didn't call that, but I knew he would be do do good in LA. He's you know, he's still not as he's still good. Fool, he's still a scorer, bro. He's a scorer, bro. That's what we need scorers, dog. You know, playmakers, bro. And that's why I like Buddy Hill too. Buddy Hill's a shooter, bro. We need knockout, lockdown. Shooters, for Scores, bro. You know? That's why Commander Anthony, to be honest with you, I was like, I don't know how much he can give us. I don't know. He's a diva. Ego guy. But I knew LeBron was going to check his ass. And all we needed him to, was to make buckets, bro. And that's what he's doing, fool. He's making buckets, dog. And so I can't even get mad at Commander Anthony. He can't play defense, but we all already knew that, dog. It's just bad altogether, bro. It's just bad altogether. I don't even know who to blame here, fool. I don't know who to blame. And unfortunately, they've given up on the season, dog. Yeah, wait. Um, I don't only want to be sound like the negative guy, fool, but that play-in game, they're not going to show up, fool. I don't think they're going to show up because they're just not. I, I don't see them showing up to the to the play-in game. They're going to get knocked out whoever they play in the play-in game. They, I think they just want to have the season put them put it behind them, fool. Um. They want to make it to the playing game just for bragging, right? Just say they made the playoffs. But they're not going to. They're not. And look, man, they can't compete with the fucking Phoenix Suns. Sorry-ass Phoenix Suns without Chris Paul. Yeah, I'm talking to you, David Lopez from Phoenix. That fool trolls me all the time on IG. And I deserve it. I get it. He's happy right now. Let him be. He's like, are you going to come to the parade? I ain't coming to no goddamn parade. You know that, fool. Phoenix. I can't stand Phoenix Suns. I can't stand teams that haven't won shit ever and are talking all this shit. It, it isn't dumb. Fool. It's like the Clippers talk. Like, why? Why do you? Why? Why are we having this conversation? Fool? Um, which, by the way, I've been watching Winning Time on HBO Max. Oh, my goodness. It's good, right? It is Good. And so far, no big black dicks have been shown. And I appreciate that. Thank you, HBO. Because HBO loves to show penises on every show they have. Every show. Pay attention. Every show. Girls. Game of Thrones. Pinche. Uh, Euphoria. Um, every show, fool. There's penises. Big, large penises. So I was very concerned about winning time. Because it's a perfect situation for them to show big, black, huge penises and they haven't yet and i thank you for that i appreciate you guys all right um but the show's been amazing bro it's it's funny it's fun it's shot well it's entertaining dog i i I love watching you know i get a lot of that is fiction a lot of that is embellished a lot of that is exaggerated i get it but i'm enjoying every minute of it and you know what as much as they're saying and trying to downplay that it's exaggerated and it's fictional and it's not real and it's not approved. Fool, something tells me that low-key, bro, because we weren't there, fool. We weren't there. Something tells me, fool. And they gain a lot of these stories from the book, a book that was written about these fools, this era, an actual book. So not all these things are fibs, bro. They're not all lies, bro. I think, I think, fool, it's a lot closer to reality than what they're telling us for. Like, they're downplaying it. Like, hey, guys, I know we're exaggerating. It wasn't really like that. Jerry West is not really like that. And so-and-so is not really like that. And But, guys, de algo, de algo nace. De algo viene. You know? 
So it can't be that bad. I mean, it can't be that off, far off, as I'm saying. Like, I believe a lot of this shit. At least I, get, I, at least I start to buy it. And I'm like, yeah, I can see. Like, even even they're showing a, a, a dark side of Magic Johnson, like being a fucking uh, a player and a and a fuck boy to Cookie, and you know, that's his wife. He's still with her now. Like, and they're showing him off to be like this dick, you know, when he was first dating her. So, who knows? Who who knows how much of that? You know, obviously, we all heard the story that Kareem and Magic didn't really get along, and so and so, and. And Jerry Buzz was this fucking player player. And Jerry West, you know, is, has a dirty mouth. So we all knew that already. Eso ya sabía, güey. And so now they're showing it and you're like, it's in your face. And obviously it's a bigger production. But I don't know, dude. A mí me nace que hay mucha verdad. There's a lot of truth in what they're showing us, dog. It's all I'm saying, fool. All I'm saying, dog. Um... They're killing it, though, fool. All those guys are killing it, man. Uh, that guy that's playing Magic Johnson looks like Magic Johnson. And I, I, I like it, fool. Like, I like everything about this show so far. I've only seen two episodes, dog. And I'm like, damn, fool. Like, yeah, they say they're going to go more than one season. That's going to be crazy, you know. Uh, fun fact. One of my favorite players of all time, all time, Michael Cooper. Michael Cooper, number 21 for the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, I started watching basketball when I was like seven, eight years old. I started watching basketball when they won the 88 championship. Um, so the second of back-to-back. That's when I remember basketball. And Michael Cooper is one of those players. James Worthy is another one of my favorite players of all time. James Worthy always showed up, always had great games. Big game, James Worthy. And But Michael Cooper was, Michael Cooper, like, hey, I don't know, for some reason he reminded me of me. Prieto, Flaco. Well, alto, but obviously I'm not tall. Pero flaco, alto, prieto, kind of looks like me, I thought. High socks. I used to wear the high socks like that uh, when I was a kid. I used to wear the socks up to my knees. Um, so he, I gravitated to him, fool. Um, skinny arms, you know, just like me, fool. Skinny legs. Shooter. I used to love shooting. I was a shooter, dog. Played great defense. Michael Jordan called him one of the best defenders he ever faced. Um uh, and I loved, and then I, I remember his basketball card said New Mexico. He, he went to New Mexico State and just could have said the word Mexico in it. It was like even more like, you know, you're a little eight year old, nine year old, 10 year old kid, and you see the word Mexico in the basketball card, and you're like, holy shit. You know, he's not Mexican, but goddamn close enough, fool. Uh, it's all that shit, dog. Uh, Coop, you know, three pointers. You know, he's an original three point shooter, dog, for us, dog. And. Anyways, he hasn't come up yet, but I've seen him in the, in the trailer in the movies that he's going to be out later. And so I'm looking forward to seeing him. And it's just that whole, man, you know, that whole era, you know, what they're showing right now is before my time, early 80s, late 70s, early 80s, before my time, obviously. Anything, I, can, I, can, I don't remember any of that or know any of that. So I'm learning a lot right there. But I can't wait till they get to the later 80s when I start like, oh, yeah, damn, that was my time when I was watching them and shit, dog. I used to watch every Laker game ever, fool. I used to watch every Laker game and every Dodger game. That was my life. From eight years old, I want to say seven, but let's be eight exactly, like third, fourth grade. From third, fourth grade, every Dodger game, every Laker game, nunca me perdía, wey. Never, fool. That was my everyday TV, fool. And, you know, back in the day, they used to show every game. Um, the Laker games... The home games were on 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 Sportsnet or whatever that shit, on cable, which we had basic cable, and then the road games were all shown on regular TV, K Count Nine, every road game. So for sure, I never missed every road game. The cable ones sometimes because the cable was only in the in the living room, and sometimes it was taken by the, my fam. The Dodgers, same thing with the Dodgers, but I think Dodgers all road games were showed on Channel Five, and some home games were shown, not all home games. So I got to see like. All the fucking games, dog. And until I discovered girls, and then I started kind of tapering off a little bit. But sports was my life, fool. And so that was my era. And I was like, shit, dog, just watching this. This is like, I'm everything. My kids and I are watching it. My kids are enjoying it. My kids are all about it. They love it. They're like, dude, they're like mind blown from this era, from this time, from what they're looking at, from they're seeing, what they're seeing, what they're learning. And I'm just, I'm enjoying every second with them, dog. It's a bond, fool. 
And I love it, dog. I, I love it, man. Watch Winning Time, dude. It's it's really good TV. Fool. All right. All right, man. Let's wrap it up here, dog. Got a big game, big day tomorrow. We're uh, recording podcast for the American Wannabes tomorrow. Um, I feel I'm leaving something out, but I think I'm good. Uh, I touched on the Dodgers. I'm just excited that they're back. Kershaw's back. Um, Freddie, Freddie Freeman, come home, dog. Come to L.A., fool. Man, and we get Freddie Freeman, bro. 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 Game over, homie. And this is, you know, this is why I love the Dodgers so much, man. They're always in the mix, Doc. They're always looking to make our team better. And it's all you ask your organization to do, fool. Oh, that's all I want, Doc. Just try, fool. Put the best product on the field or on the court. And that's why I'm not even mad at the Lakers, fool. Like, they tried. They just missed on every, you know, every signing, though. They just pretty much missed on every move. And that happens, fool. Unfortunately, it's costing us a season. It's costing us a LeBron James year. It sucks, fool. It sucks, fool. But the motherfucker tried, dog. He tried to make the moves. He thought Russell Westbrook was going to work. Honestly, that's more of a LeBron James call. I'll put full blame on LeBron James with Russell Westbrook, dog. He was not the right guy to come to be part of this team. Not the right guy, fool. He's not a champion. Dude. Oh, horrible. Anyways, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. Guys, please go to my website for all my shows. Go to my Instagram. Also, one more favorite, man. Please rate and comment and share the podcast. It's not my weekend. The numbers are growing, and I appreciate every one of you motherfuckers, dog. I really genuinely do, dog. I get a lot of great feedback from you guys. Really cool uh, comments, really cool messages. Yo, I enjoy your show in person, people. I saw people in Santa Paula, people in Porterville who listen to the podcast, fool. And, you know, places I go, dog. And I can't can't thank you guys enough for that, man. For real, dude. I try to entertain you guys for about 45 minutes to an hour on your way to work or anywhere else. You can, in the gym. I don't know what you guys are doing there, but whatever. Anywhere, fool. I try to do my part. Just bring you in to my world for a little while. Vent. Talk shit. Gloat. Brag. Flex. Whatever the fuck you want to call it. But just want to let you know I'm here. And we're doing our thing. And y'all part of it, fool. You guys are all a part of it, fool. All right? I want to thank my boy Ruben Urea. The homie Sammy. For helping me out. Giving me ideas. Keep me, telling me to keep pushing forward with this shit. And yo... I can't thank you guys enough, bro, all right? You guys got a million choices you guys could be listening to and literally a million fucking podcasts out there. And you're choosing to listen to this one, dog? No way. I thought I'm out of way. Thanks so much, fool. Y'all have a great night, man. Hey.